What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all. My name is Abby Wilson. I serve as the director of guest services at New Vision, and I am so happy that you're joining us today on the New Vision podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. We are so glad that you are going to walk through scripture with us. That's what we are about on this podcast. We read scripture together and give you a couple of our thoughts as staff members at New Vision. Um, and then and then we're on our way. We, we just want to be in the Word together. We want to be a church that is about the Word of God, that knows it, um, that hides it in our hearts, and, and can share it with others. And so that is the goal of this podcast. We are currently in our Mark sermon series at New Vision, if you're listening to this live. And also we are going through Mark on this podcast, verse by verse. So as we enter into February, if you're listening to this live, it's it's February 1st. So as we enter into February, we're a couple weeks into the podcast now. We're going to be starting a new chapter of Mark today. Um, so like I said, we're going to read through scripture. I'm going to read it in its entirety and then give you a couple notes and we'll be on our way. So today we're going to be starting Mark chapter four, and I'm going to be reading to you verses one through 20, and I'm reading from the ESV. So let's go ahead and dive in together. And this starts out, um, the title of this is the parable of the sower. So Mark chapter four, starting in verse one. Again, he began to teach beside the sea, and a very large crowd gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea, and the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables, and in his teachings he said to them, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil, and immediately it sprang up, since it had no depth of soil. And when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil and produced grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 10, and when he was alone, those about him with the 12 asked him about the parables. And he said to them, you who has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, every, but for those outside, everything is in parables so that they may indeed see, but not perceive and may indeed hear, but not understand lest they should turn and be forgiven. And he said to them, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word, and these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground, the ones who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy, and they have no root in themselves, but endure for a while. Then when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones sown among thorns. They are those who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitful riches, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it proves unfruitful. But those that were sown on the good soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirtyfold and sixtyfold and a hundredfold. 
So we kind of see um, two two different parts here. This is Jesus speaking. He's he is teaching to people. He's on a boat there on the shore, and he um, tells them this parable. And then later on, he's alone with the disciples, and they're you know asking, "What does this mean?" Um, so there's a couple things that I want to point out. First of all, there's a commentary that I use. Um, it's a website, or you can download it as an app on your phone. It's called Enduring Word. Um, something that it said about parables that I just want to make sure, um, I thought this was, this was really helpful for me. I thought it kind of laid out really clearly the purpose of Jesus speaking in parables. So I'm going to read this to you again. This is from the Enduring Word commentary, um, and it's found in that commentary on Mark chapter 4. It says, a parable isn't exactly an illustration. A good teacher can illustrate by stating a truth and then illustrating the truth through a story or an analogy. But when Jesus used parables, he didn't start by stating a truth. Instead, the parable was like a doorway. Jesus' listeners stood at the doorway and heard him. If they were not interested, they stayed on the outside. But if they were interested, they could walk through the doorway and think about the truth behind the parable and what it meant to their lives. So I thought that that was, that was really helpful for me. And then in, in thinking about that and thinking about that um, example of, of what a parable is, how how Jesus says something, and if the people aren't interested, they just keep going on with their lives. Um, but if they are interested, they they can dig in more and think more. But then I thought something that we read today, I want to reread to you um, Mark chapter 4. This was verses 11 and 12. Jesus is speaking to the disciples. Um, starting in verse 11, he says, And he said to them, To you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but for those outside, everything is in parables, so that they may indeed see but not perceive, and may indeed hear but not understand, lest they should turn and be forgiven. So in thinking about that, and 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 why Jesus would have chosen to speak in parables instead of just coming out and saying to the people what he said to the disciples when he explained the parable to them. Why didn't he just say that to the people? Why didn't he just say to them, hey, some of you Satan has a hold of and you're not going to hear any of this. And some of you um, might hear it, but the world has too much going on and you get too caught up in that. You don't have deep roots in your relationship with God yet. And so you aren't going to be able to cling on to this truth. Some of you are too caught up in this world with with ladder climbing and greed and, and jealousy where you can't take hold of this either. But then there are some of you who who will take hold and that's where you see the 30-fold and the 60-fold and 100-fold. Why didn't he just say that to the people on the shore? Something that I thought about is so often in scripture, I am reminded of the Lord's patience. Think about the Israelites and and how how much grace and how much patience the Lord extended to them. I think about my own life and the patience that the Lord has with me, has had with me in my past and still has with me, has with me today. If Jesus would have just given this explanation out in thinking of the context of verses 11 and 12, that they may indeed see, but not perceive, they may indeed hear, but not understand. In thinking of the context of those verses, if Jesus would have just said this last part to the masses, there are people who would have rejected what he said. They would have said, you don't know me. You don't know my life. You don't know where I'm at. 
because most of them would have fallen into those first three categories. They wouldn't have been in that fourth category. They wouldn't have been in the first three. In using a parable, it gives them time. Jesus is being patient with them. It is giving them an opportunity, even if they don't walk through the doorway right then, it gives them time to think about it. It gives them something to chew on. It gives them an opportunity to then go back and say, wait, what did that parable mean? To dig in a little bit more and and get with other believers and, and find out more. I think that this is an example of Jesus' patience, of God's patience with us. It's It's an opportunity to not condemn a mass of people who would have rejected what he said because they would have been offended by it. That's what would have happened. If he would have just said the last part, masses would have been condemned because they would have been offended because the gospel is offensive. This is an offensive word to to tell people that they are not right, to tell people that there is nothing that they can do to gain access to the Father. That can be an offensive statement. But Jesus is kind. And Jesus is full of grace and full of love and full of mercy and full of patience. And so he speaks in parables that we might have time to understand. We might have time to turn away from Satan. We might have time to turn away from from the things of this world that can trap us. We might have time to turn away from, from deceit and from greed and from jealousy. That way we can just have joy. We can have deep roots in our relationship with him and, and gain our knowledge and, and grow in our knowledge of him. That way, when seeds of his word are sown, they can take root. They can grow deep roots. So today, this isn't, this isn't going to be something, um, this isn't going to be like a major uh, revolutionary takeaway. It's going to be straightforward. Where are you on this path? There are four categories lifted, listed. And so where do you find yourself? Are you a skeptic a skeptic of, of Jesus, of God, of faith? Is the enemy trying his hardest to get you to reject the word? Maybe, maybe you're kind of at this surface level of you believe, but you haven't dug in yet. You haven't gotten into community. You haven't um, started studying scripture for yourself. And so when the, the troubles of this world come along, it's going to be easy to be swayed. It's going to be easy to question where God is in those circumstances because you don't have the roots. Maybe you are caught in a cycle of sin pattern. Maybe there are things going on in your life. Maybe there are strongholds in your life that are keeping you from being able to to grab hold of his word. Or maybe you are in the midst of cultivating good soil. Maybe you do have those roots. Maybe you have laid the groundwork. You you are um, in, in a church family. You are in a body of believers. You are in a small group. You are studying the word. And so when you hear things like this, it helps you to grow those roots deeper. That would be my question to you today is where are you on this path? And if you aren't in the fourth one, what can you do to take steps to get there? What strongholds can you break? What what relationships can you mend? What addictions can you can you rid yourself of? in order to get in that fourth category, in order to have those roots, in order to be a person of the word of God who who has a relationship that is overflowing, that can spill out so that way others can see the fruitfulness. They can see you bearing the fruit 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. Let's pray. 
Lord, we thank you for today. I thank you for those listening, wherever they are, whenever they're listening. However this finds people, Lord, I pray that that your word ring true. I pray that if there's anything that I've said that um, that doesn't line up with your truth, that it would fall away and that above all, your truth, your word is what would remain and what would take root. I pray that those listening would would take hold of of whatever is keeping them from you and cast it away, that they fix their eyes on you as their Lord, as their Savior, that they would recognize your patience and your goodness and your mercy and your kindness, that above all, Lord, we would be a people that seek you and seek to tell others about you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.